0: Hello, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Calling It a Day with Chloe and Cleo. Um, As you can tell from the title, we have another special guest this week um, our very good friend, Dan, or Daniel. He has no preference. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And today's topic, I think, should be pretty interesting because Dan here is a startup. Per. <laughs> <an> entrepreneur. <laughs> A startupper, entrepreneur, local businessman. Influencer. Influencer, <laughs> exactly. So we're gonna be, you know, just poking his brain to learn
1: more about what he's doing, the process, the whole shebang. Yeah, I'm super excited about this. I know Cleo and Dan have had more extensive conversations about this whole startup and the behind the scenes. So you know, as a as someone who's been outside of the whole process, I'm excited to hear more about it, but Dan, do you want to introduce yourself, the startup, anything your heart desires?
2: Okay, well, uh, yeah, my full name is Daniel, but as Cleo said, most people call me Dan, so if you're listening... You can call me Daniel. <laughs> um, and yeah, I guess it's kind of weird to say still, but I guess I do introduce myself as an entrepreneur. Um,
1: That'd be flex. Yeah, oh, because I own it.
2: <laughs> I think, yeah, at a certain point, like I like want to do like this weird backstory of like, oh, I quit my job and now I'm doing my own thing with my friend. But then now I'm just like, okay, it's like past that. And I should just be <laughs> more to the point and say entrepreneur, so... Yes, I am one half of a two-person founding team with my friend uh, Daniel Lee, (laughs) aka known as Abracad Daniel, (laughs) or Gene Belcher. Yeah, that is me. Our company is named Marble.
0: Yeah, can you tell us more about Marble, like what it is, and I guess why is it called Marble?
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, I guess I'll start with um, what Marble is. So Marble is a virtual property management company. And we aspire to basically create a better renting experience for both owners and renters. And specifically, we're targeting single-family rentals. Um, typically, most startups will look at multifamily where you can kind of sign bigger contracts. Uh, but for us, we're more interested in, yeah, standalone Small contracts homes. only. Small <laughs> contracts. Small <laughs> contracts, but a lot of contracts. Mm. Um, And yeah, so what we kind of like focused initially on is basically doing a lot of things manually. Um, So, a little bit more backstory on, I guess, how we kind of started our venture. I think it was, I think a few months out of college, we, yeah, basically both had not so great renting experiences living out of the great U District by UW, University of Washington. And it was, yeah, I think it was just like very weird that, like, we live in a world where we can call like an Uber like right away, and it's you know a great experience, better than flagging a taxi. And we've always just wanted to do something yeah disruptive, and this felt like an industry that might have some potential for that. So we kind of just started managing properties for free at the beginning. Um, we just found them on the internet, and yeah, from there we kind of just started developing better processes and technology to help manage our own properties. And now the goal is to basically sell that software to other landlords.
1: Wow, I didn't realize it was a a software based thing. I mean, honestly, when I first heard about it through Clio, I was like, this is such a good idea. (laughs) Like, I mean, I don't know too much about the startup world and what it's like to be an entrepreneur. But I feel like a lot of people have the desire to make a difference and do something big. But the thing that people are lacking is like a good idea. I feel like foundationally, there's just so many people that could benefit from this. And it kind of is like, wait, why doesn't this already exist? Um, I have like a lot of questions already. One of them being like, how did you know that Daniel was the person you wanted to partner with? Or like, how did you guys become the pair to come up with this idea? Is it because your names are the same?
2: <laughs> Maybe subconsciously, that has something to do with it. Um, I-, I think... Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, a little bit more about us, like, it wasn't like, oh, we came together because, like, oh, we know we want to do some startups together. It was, um, like, we kind of just came together because we were both going after computer science at UW, um, and I actually remember the day we met, but...
1: Oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> I don't know if I should get into okay, yeah, yeah, get yeah, it. Okay, I'll get into it. Yeah, this location, this moment, no <laughs> this was the interaction.
2: Um, so, it was in Haggett Hall. Oh, sweet. <laughs> and... I think so. He was like, I mean, this is not so relevant, but I guess like maybe it's important. But yeah, we have a mutual friend named Connor, um, who I met through another friend of mine from high school. Not important, I mean they're important, but yeah, (laughs) Connor's shout-out in
0: there. (laughs) But
2: basically, like, we kind of got around hanging out with Connor, and so they both he lived in Haggett, and he got a random roommate whose name was Daniel Lee. So basically we were going to hang out. I forget what we were going to do, but um, we met them at Haggit. And I see, yeah, Daniel just, like, sitting there.
0: Coding. And you were like... <gasps>
2: That's actually true. He
0: was coding. Oh, my God. Wait, I was joking. <laughs> You're joking, but he was <laughs> literally, like,
2: sitting with his computer. And... Okay, maybe... I don't know. I, I think he was coding. But anyways, I, oh my he's like... Yeah, I think he got, like, introduced. And we're, like, <clears throat> talking. And so we go over and... I, I, I think someone said, like, oh, like, he's also trying to do computer science. So, like, like any other good freshman trying to, like, meet new people, like, we do all the small talk, like, oh, you're doing computer science. Oh, What's cool. your
0: favorite
2: language? <laughs> Probably might <thoughts> have about that. <laughs> that's not funny. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, he was literally, like, talking about how he was building a copy of, like, YouTube for fun.
1: Wow. She's a freaking nerd. (laughs) Wow. Internally,
2: I may have thought that, but I was like, wow, if he can do that, he must be pretty smart and good at coding.
1: Directed Mayhem. He wasn't. Oh. Yeah.
0: Underdog story. That was kind of like, yeah.
2: And I think that's how we just like initially bonded was Mm. like, oh, okay, this guy's into tech, into computer science. So... I think that's...
1: I had no idea, like, I don't know, I mean, I don't know Daniel that well, but he has always just felt like such a part of your friend group that I would have believed you if you were like, oh yeah, we all went to high school together. Because in my mind, I'm like, he's always been there. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's from Nova, right? He's from the East Coast. Yeah,
2: from so, yeah. Nova. So. You told me about Nova.
0: Nova, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's northern, like, Virginia area. Oh, catchy, so. catchy, I see. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's very smart. He's very smart. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like he doesn't,
1: not that he doesn't look, <laughs> he doesn't carry himself in that way. Yeah,
0: he's not, like, pretentious in his smartness, but once you start to talk to him, he's, like, freaking smart, and I'm yeah. like, whoa, okay, I just thought you were, like, a guy that looked like Gene from Bob's Burgers, <laughs> but it turns out you're very smart, so it makes sense that you guys, you know, hit it off right away. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I think so. And yeah, I think basically after that, we had like a lot of classes together just because like, so we got into computer science after our freshman year. Um, And then, yeah, when you're kind of like at the beginning of the program, you're just like always kind of on the same track until like senior year-ish. I guess like most majors. So we just had a lot of classes together. And yeah, we were both major procrastinators. (laughs) So that was probably another thing to bond on because we would always like push everything off to the very end. And then we would just be up to like, I don't know, I don't even think we slept. We would just be like, (laughs) literally trying to like figure out. You guys were there for the startup (laughs) life. Maybe, because I think, in a way, it kind of proves useful now, but...
1: And then you guys graduated, and then was this idea something that had kind of come across your guys' mind post-grad, you said, when you guys were renting, and then was it kind of just like... You are talking about it, and then one day, you guys were like, just like, should we do this? Let's do this.
2: Right. Um, I think like the property management thing, it wasn't like... I mean, yeah, it felt very like gradual, and we kind of just like, I don't know, dipped our toes in. But I think this like, whole process of like us talking about ideas, and I don't know, we have very lengthy discussions, and I'm pretty sure a lot of our friends get annoyed with us whenever <laughs> we start talking about something like this, because... We'll just kind of go for, like, just a straight hour of, like, us, like, almost arguing, but we're just intensely talking about something. Mm. And then...
0: So you guys have had other ideas aside from marble.
2: Yeah. So, like, in college, I think this was, like... Well, so he was working on, like, on the side, like, this idea to basically do, like, a more professional version of Reddit if I remember correctly.
0: Oh, okay. So that
2: was called Solo, and he, like, built a website, and he was, like, trying to get, like, us to use it. Um, No offense, it didn't pan out. (laughs) um, I think, like, yeah, so I would talk to Daniel about this, like, a lot, and we would just, like, have all these, like, back and forths, and... So, yeah, this is kind of an aside, but coincidentally, we ended up at the same internship after, or yeah, for our sophomore summer. And, yeah, it was, like, totally by chance because, like, we applied separately. We didn't know. Where <laughs> and then you showed other... up on
0: orientation. On the same day team. I Yeah,
2: I think we basically were just, like, talking about, like, summer plans. And we're like, oh, oh I'm interning at Cisco. And he's like, wait, I'm interning at Cisco. <laughs>
1: And oh, literally we yeah. have like
2: yeah the same boss oh wow, wow. It's, i mean it's a small office so there's not a lot of managers mm-hmm. but yeah so it's like the same team and literally so cisco it's like kind of old fashioned so this office had offices like private offices for everybody mm-hmm. um, oh okay but like for interns or like entry-level people you get shoved on the inside where there's no mm-hmm. windows oh like the
1: oh, okay. yeah yeah yeah
2: and literally, tables. we get placed right next to each other. Oh, well,
1: wow, this is like this documentary is, content. This is like I a romantic stuff. comedy. You know, once Marble goes big, like <laughs> documentary. I'm um, already big. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, <laughs> what seat are you in? Getting ourselves, but <laughs> okay,
0: sorry. So you guys are sitting next to each other. It's very romantic. Direct eye contact. I don't time. know about
2: romantic. <laughs> a part of me was like, man, I saw this guy like the whole year, and now I have to see him again every day. <laughs> No, but it was, it was good. And so yeah, back to I think I don't remember when Solo kind of converted into like topics about like marble. Mm. But I think we we're just very into like, oh we wanna do something big, do something with social media, like any other wanna be entrepreneur in college. And so I think the idea of like the original Marble was actually group stories. Oh. Um, so yeah, this is when like Snapchat was like...
0: Oh, my, I do, I do yeah. remember you talking about this. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think like, yeah, Snapchat was probably like having the peak, I guess, mm-hmm. at least in our age group. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I think like our observation was just that like... So yeah, I think stories had come out on Snapchat, but only like some people post it aggressively on stories Mm. because you have to like basically publish it to all of your friends Mm -hmm. right but then like there's kind of this like middle ground where like some people only do like direct messaging and then yeah some people like actually like doing you know the public posts so we kind of thought okay maybe there should be like a middle ground where Mm. you can kind of post to a smaller circle
1: Mm. oh like so you're saying you thought of close friends before instagram did
2: I guess so. They stole our idea. Well, actually, it kind of happened when Snapchat made group chats. Uh Yeah, and then we're like, okay, this is actually kind of like answering (laughs) our original. Yeah, Mm, sort of. They're
0: like,
1: dang, you, you got it. I mean, you'd have to start up a whole platform just to, to address that middle ground because like Snapchat yeah. already had the foundation, but yeah. when you say you guys were talking about Marble, like you're just saying the general business idea or like was Marble always the name?
2: The original Marble name kind of came from this idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, our mom is
0: like aggressively like air freshening, air freshening <laughs>
2: something.
0: I don't it's know. It's never
1: safer for I
2: guess here. it's me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know if you can, mice even pick it up, but it's really throwing us <laughs> off. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, continue.
2: Yeah, so the original Marvel name. Um, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah, the original Marvel. I think idea just kind of came from the idea that we wanted to create. Like smaller intimate circles of people for each person so like if you think about like your own life like you probably have like different pockets of mm-hmm. people
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh and so we kind of like i don't know loosely called it like yeah these are like your circles right mm-hmm. so like oh i have like you know my intramural football circle yep
0: i do <laughs> <laughs> i could
2: tell <laughs> and then you have like people from your classes like a, i don't know like biology or something mm-hmm. and yeah so we kind of like thought huh? Oh, these are kind of like these little marbles but they all like intersect to a certain degree like there's Mm. kind of like mutual friends that can kind of be in different circles at the same time and so we kind of imagine like these marbles just kind of like bouncing around
1: like all these like
2: little circles of life just kind of like swirling around
1: it's like a visual i don't know what it is like the name marble is just like it's catchy
2: yeah and I, i think that was like the other thing was just like yeah, we wanted like a name that kind of transcends like a specific idea. Mm. It just isn't. Yeah,
0: it's like a three D, forty. Yeah, circle. it's like Apple.
2: Like <laughs> mm. Apple wasn't oh. always like you don't think of like a computer, mm. or that wasn't it wasn't always a computer. See, right? It was right. just literally an apple from a tree. Mm. <laughs> so like
0: your company will give it meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I just said that <laughs> off the dome. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you can use that in your pitches. <laughs> Okay, so that was like kind of the name. So then it's like you guys kind of dropped the whole like group stories idea, but then kept the name Marble, right? And then yeah. like we're like, hey, do you know what's a great segue from group stories? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Single family rental property management.
2: <laughs> Basically, yeah. Just woke up, had an epiphany, and made that switch.
1: I didn't realize again that it was a software thing. So you said that at first you guys were just managing a few properties on your own on the side for free. So like how did you find which properties to manage and like was the software already developed or at the time were you more testing out kind of the the concept of how it would work?
2: Yeah, so I think like our approach basically is, yeah, maybe in a way like kind of resembles like our old habits of procrastination. But we kind of always just, we don't really jump to like code. I mean, internally, like we want to think of like all these cool features that we could do. Like, oh, like this person needs to sign a lease. We could totally like draw, you know, like a UI for that and make some API calls, et cetera, et cetera. And automate. Of course, API calls. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Wait, what's an API (laughs) call for other people that don't know? Not not
2: me. It's basically like a way to tell a computer in the cloud, what to do. From a very high level, I'm probably like, Ooh, betraying the, that definition.
1: The cloud.
2: Yeah, the cloud.
1: Oh, honestly, technology just like blows my mind. The concept <laughs> of code and the fact that it can give direction for something to happen, I know this is so like, the to, you know, a coder, but to me, I'm just like, wow, incredible. <laughs> so then you guys were more focused on the idea and concept then, because you're saying... If the time comes, you can always code what you need to.
2: Yeah. And so I think like, yeah, we basically like try to think of like the features, Mm -hmm. but then we won't try to like automate it until like, we really feel like, oh, it's important. Like a lot of people Mm. like this, like, like, I don't know, feature Mm -hmm. or idea. So like today, like we actually do a lot of things like just kind of by hand. And so, yeah, it's like, we are like aspiring to make software. Where we can, but I don't know with property management, like there's so much like logistics that just go into the day-to-day job of, you know, managing a house or a rental. And, you know, we basically just kind of like facilitate a lot of this, like through emails and just say like, yeah, hey, you can use this link to apply. We also kind of like use smart lock integrations um, but we still like do a lot of that kind of like by hand um, through like whatever smart lock provider we're using. And
0: Sorry, can yeah. you go into like more specific detail about like examples of day to day tasks of, of like property management and like I guess like services that you guys provide?
2: Yeah, a lot of the tasks I would say is, I don't know, it really revolves around like the needs of the tenant. Yeah, the customers for property management is typically a landlord. So someone who owns the rental and they're trying to generate revenue off of it. There is kind of like the side thing of basically, you know, maintaining the property or trying to raise the value of the property and appreciation over time. But primarily you're more focused on getting yeah, you know, securing rental revenue from tenants. So that kind of includes this whole vacancy process where if there's no one living in it, you have to find, yeah, a good tenant to kind of like, who's going to be able to pay the rent um, and it's not going to be too disruptive to the community. And so, yeah, there's a lot that goes into sort of like getting the interest. So you kind of have to like go out and generate leads and basically advertise like, hey, there's a vacancy so you can kind of get a pool of people or candidates. And then from there, you have to like obviously answer a lot of questions. A lot of it is really just like answering basic questions about like, hey, is this property even available or do you allow pets? Do you, I don't know, accept um, mail? Like how do you do payments, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a lot with just like getting a person into a property. And then even after they're in, like, you know, things just go yeah wrong in a house. Like a lot of times, like the property just kind of like is deteriorating and has maintenance needs. So as things come up, yeah, typically like the first person at a tenant would call is the landlord. And uh, property management is basically sort of like this buffer where they're taking on those calls and, you know, finding the contractor to fulfill the maintenance needs.
1: So in this phase of your startup, I guess, like I'm just trying to envision kind of, we don't have to get too much into the detail, but like, just like the fee structure and like it it sounds like the end product is more software as a service. But right now, is it more so mm, the fact that you guys are managing it, that's the service? Or like, is it free to the customer right now just for trying it out?
2: So we like, initially did it for free at the very beginning. But well, obviously, like, we did want to create a subscription model Mm -hmm. as our main business model. And we probably like did this just because like, i'll be honest like that was like the hot thing is like oh if you can make your business Mm -hmm. like a subscription based you know that's very yeah basically popular in the eyes of mostly investors because it means like you're kind of getting consistent revenue Mm -hmm. um and it's more predictable but i think we always kind of like went back and forth on that but ultimately like it does really align with our customers
0: yeah and i i know that that you guys went through, like, an accelerator round, right? Yeah, I mean, if you feel comfortable, like, can you talk about kind of that experience, like, going through, like, the interviews and, like, presenting your guys' business and, like, that whole entire, like, crazy experience of trying to, I don't know, like, get in the accelerator or something like that? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so if I mean
0: Oh, sorry. For those that aren't in the startup world, can you explain first what a, oh, an accelerator is?
2: Yeah. So an accelerator is you can kind of think of it as basically it's a type of investor. And I don't know, for me I've always kind of like broken it down by like, you know, what stage are these people typically investing in? And so an accelerator is kind of on the earlier stage. Like it's almost like pre-product and sometimes even like pre-idea
1: oh wow, yeah. Whoa, what are you what are you pitching then, just like, believe in me <laughs>
2: literally, yeah, so like a lot of these accelerators will look for just like cool a team, people. yeah so like, <laughs> if they feel like this person has you know, the experience, the background and the skills for mm. whatever type of products they're kind of pitching to me um, or idea, and yeah, like they kind of just like invest in, yeah hey, I really like this person and this team mm. because ultimately like, it's gonna be the people that That drive the yeah. yeah, That drive the company, make the product successful, and so yeah, like you you can have a great idea, but if you don't have the right team,
0: yeah, if you have a bunch of losers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that's an accelerator. So you guys kind of applied, I guess, in a way.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, technically we did apply, uh, but we kind of just like yeah got, got introduced, I guess, kind of through yeah. It's so basically like these accelerators typically have kind of like a hierarchy like um and most investors kind of do this where you kind of have you know a person who's called like a partner and that person is kind of the face of the whole fund Mm. and and then under them you kind of have like various people who kind of do yeah i think maybe just like filtering so i guess you kind of call them like scouts so we kind of talk to like this one scout and then, like, he liked us, and then he kind of, yeah, directed us to, um, so his boss, who's called a managing director, and then, so yeah, we talked to her, and then she ultimately forwarded us to, um, the main partner. So his name is Jason Calcanis, and his fund is basically called, or the accelerator is called Launch. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of the process for us. We just, like, talked to these people, and then ultimately found ourselves talking to this guy. And... Yeah, like, even though we never applied the normal way, we kind of just, like, almost, like, fell into it by chance. Um, I think it was, I guess, nerve-wracking in the sense of, like, our first time talking to someone who's, like, I don't know, like, a pretty legit name in the whole angel investment world. Yeah. And it was a pretty cool experience. Like, he's a really nice guy. Like, I, I think... Uh, but I think it was really cool to meet him and um yeah, we really like the team too. Like Launch I think has really great people who definitely push their founders to work harder and give a lot of like structure and resourcing. But yeah, so we kind of like did that whole interview process and then they came back with like the official like offer which is called like a convertible note and and then we, yeah, it was like left to us to basically decide.
1: On this business side of things, I'm curious um, with you and other Dan, both coming from a computer science background, how has the experience been for you guys, I guess, without having someone on the business side on your team? Because usually you hear like, you know, C- you have a CEO and then you have like a CFO, the CFO <laughs> and the CTO and, and that kind of thing. Uh, but you guys come from very similar backgrounds. So, how's that experience been?
2: well yeah i think it's been pretty good or pretty smooth but i think we owe it a lot to i think the people we have to support us around us Mm. in the areas we kind of like blacken Mm -hmm. um i mean one's right here cleo we actually talked to her a little bit about like yeah honestly pretty basic things like I, i remember i showed her our initial pitch deck and she kind of tore it up, because <laughs> it was very boring, bland, there weren't many pictures, there was no pictures.
1: <laughs> the <laughs> the, fonts, the font, the font, the font, the font,
2: we were just kind of like, oh, here's our ideas, it must be good, mm. and... Turns out presentation matters. So
1: I was going to say, I feel like your executive presence is there. Like I'm sure that's developed over time, just pitching your product and sharing it over and over again and getting in front of people. Because I think we take for granted maybe in business school, day one, you get thrown up there, do an elevator pitch. But for so many people out there with great ideas and skills, but they don't have this background, that could be a disconnect. But I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I can see, like, the, the entrepreneur side <laughs> of you. Of, like, yeah, he's having your- a black <laughs> turtleneck right now.
2: <laughs> I'm not wearing a <laughs> turtleneck, for the record. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it was, it was actually very... It was pretty fun going through, like, their initial deck and, like, kind of seeing the numbers and stuff because I remember when you guys were going through the Accelerator round, they give you a pretty short deadline of deliverables, and it was pretty just elementary breakdown of, like, your financials, but it was, like... <laughs> Pretty interesting to just be able to see your guys' business from, like, that end and, like, yeah, I
1: don't know. I was like,
0: whoa, (laughs) frick. Like, finance is being applied in real
1: life. So now, day-to-day, I'm sure it looks different and whenever you get an email that could change what your next week looks like and all of that. But what would you say on a weekly basis, like, is it, I mean, I'm sure it's beyond a full-time job. Or, like, like, do you guys live and breathe marble? Like, you guys are constantly thinking about it, always texting about it?
2: Yeah, I think we basically... I mean, comparatively to maybe, like, when we were working at our old jobs, yeah, we're probably working a lot more in terms of, like, just time. But in a weird way, like, it doesn't really feel like it's... Like work in a Oh my
0: gosh. Ew, cliche. (laughs) You don't feel like you're working when you do something you love. (laughs) I'm just jealous. I would love to go. It's a lifestyle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now that's good. That's good to know.
2: I mean, the caveat is like, I think there's also times when it just feels terrible because you feel like, oh shoot, did I like totally waste my time the past? Two or three weeks. Like, did I just make a huge mistake mm. investing my time in this one thing?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's like not going to pan out. And then yeah, there's like those moments where you're like, oh shoot, like not necessarily like is it the end, but there is kind of like this ticking clock internally because mm. we're. I mean, we kind of we're going to go as far as like our personal funds will support us,
0: mm. and
2: when that runs out, it's for yeah when you're just kind of like mentally like oh, i can't like i don't know live this close to the edge yeah like that timeline is like shrinking every day so Mm -hmm. like you really don't want to like waste time
1: yeah whoa no pressure (laughs) this, this is taking a little bit of a step back but i was actually going to ask in terms of when you guys had that moment where you were both like let's do this let's quit our jobs and commit to this because when you're talking about you know, you don't want to be wasting your time or what was this all for? Like, this is a huge leap of faith. And I guess, how did you guys get to the point where you were both on the same page of like, we're all in? Right. Yeah. And also, can you talk about like where you guys both were before?
2: Oh, yeah. So before we were, so I was at um, Adobe, yeah, convoluted story, but I kind of just ended up there through acquisitions. But really, it was like the original. So I was at a startup before called Visible. And so that was, like, the team I was on uh, before I left. And Daniel was at Facebook. um, So he was just there, yeah, right after college.
0: Selling his soul. (laughs) Yeah, to to Zuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Trying to pitch his group stories idea. (laughs) (laughs) Getting brainwashed.
2: (laughs) Just kidding. He's probably listening. (laughs) Zuck (laughs) is probably listening.
1: I'd be
0: honored. Just kidding, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name, right? Mark. Yes, yeah, Mark. Mark.
2: You know Mark. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, of course I know Mark. <laughs> okay, yeah, so he was at Facebook.
2: Right. So, yeah. So And then I think it was like, I think we both hit like two years, maybe two and a half years, at our respective teams. And then I remember we were like talking. So, this was like 2020. Yeah, this was last year. Yeah, 2020. Um, it was like at the beginning of the summer and we basically like went back and forth a lot, like early in the year, like, Hey, are we going to do this full time? And also we were living together at the time. And I think it was actually just us because we had two other roommates, but they both like went home, like to California for the pandemic. So it was literally just me and Daniel for a little bit. Um, so yeah, we had a lot of time just to talk (laughs) about Marvel and Yeah, so I think it was during this time that we were... We knew we wanted to, like, decide. It was, like, it wasn't that we decided, oh, we're going to do it. It was, like, you don't want to, like, drag it on so long where it's just, like, you know, the idea just fizzles out.
0: Mm. Like,
2: you do want to take this, like, leap where if you're confident in your idea, like, you should invest in it. Mm -hmm. And for that, like, yeah, during that time, it would be, like, all of our time should be invested into the idea if we believe in it. So I think we kind of, like in a way gave ourselves a mental like no ultimatum maybe like okay on this day we wanna be like mm. sure of what we wanna do. Like um and I think for me it was also just like I kinda felt like yeah I wanted to put more time into it, but then that would come at the expense of, I don't know, like focusing on like my other job um or other things. And I wanted to just like focus my life in a way. So yeah, we kind of thought, okay, at the beginning of the summer, we're gonna work a little bit harder on marble see what happens and then if we feel more confident then we'll go for it um and so that was kind of like started the summer and then in the middle of the summer i think we basically got around to talking to um so one of my coworkers at visible um so he is actually now one of like our advisors that we talk to pretty regularly um and also helps us a lot on the business side because he's like an ex-founder and then he came to Visible to run product there. Um, but yeah, we were talking to him. So his name's Brewster. Um, and we're talking to him. And I think the question we asked was like, hey, like, when's the, like, how do you know it's like a good time to like do this, right? Like put your job, yeah, put your money where your mouth is and just go at it. And like his answer was like, it's never really a good time. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing about quitting your job that's like oh that's a logical thing to do (laughs) I mean okay there are but like really it's like it's risky and so yeah he was like there's not really a good time but there's like better times Mm. and it's like you guys are young Mm -hmm. and like you don't really have much to lose right Mm -hmm. and so um yeah, and I think for me, it was also good to just see, like, that startup, like, experience before. Um, it wasn't really, like, true early stage, but I think that also kind of gave me an idea of what it might look like, and, yeah, so I think after that conversation with Brewster, yeah, it was, like, motivating enough where we were each, like, kind of, like, almost, yeah, just, like, shook, <laughs> and we, were, like, <laughs> really wanted to think about, like, quitting our jobs, mm. Um, and then... Yeah, and then we kind of came back to each other, and... We're As like, when you walk I,
1: into each other's rooms, you're like, hey, yeah, I'm like, ready.
2: Yeah, I think uh, we should do it.
1: <laughs> That's pretty insane. I had no idea, honestly, how quick the timeline has been. Because I kind of heard about it from Cleo in the summer, but... In my mind, it was already something that had been brewing, and I thought you had already left your job a while ago. I mean, they're procrastinators, you know? (laughs) So they're like, let's just give ourselves two weeks. (laughs) So then, I mean, if I can ask this, like, how was that decision process in terms of maybe like family members and other people who had opinions and stuff? Or was it something Mm -hmm. where you were like, screw the haters, I'm just going to do it?
2: Yeah, I feel like it was definitely almost, like, in a sense, like, out of character, because I think I've definitely kind of grown up following, yeah, the very obvious path. Mm. So, like, in my case, it was, like, oh, yeah, go to, like, a big company, find a nice, safe job, Mm -hmm. um, which are all great things. Like, I think there's no, like, there's nothing wrong with that. But, yeah, I think for some reason, I have always kind of been drawn to, I don't know, I guess, like, well, yeah, maybe it was... I think I just wanted to kind of break out of that
1: mm. to some degree. So, That's one way to do it. Just-
2: <laughs> yeah. So... I think when I got around to, like, talking to... So I started with... Yeah, so when I actually quit my job, I actually had moved back home. And my mom and sister were in Korea. So it was just me and my dad. And, like, I talked to my dad a lot about, like, I don't know, just, like, working at a company. Because um, he's been, like, a long time, like, just... Yeah, kind of, like, a company. He um, does engineering, too. So we would, like, bond over that. But then, yeah, I kind of just, like, brought up... I think it was, like, over, like, a few weeks. Like, I remember I kind of brought it up, like, casually. You're
0: and like, at that dude, point... Dude, like, working at a company is kind of lame. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, the grind of, like, working for someone? Like, not it. <laughs> and
2: then, yeah, so I think I hadn't fully like decided but then like i think like the more i try to like bring it up i think the more confident i felt like that i did want to do it because like i kept trying to like internally convince him Mm. um and then yeah i think after a few weeks i was like all right i'm gonna do it but yeah so he wasn't like super thrilled i think he was like yeah very not like super against like just the idea of like doing this type of thing but he wanted me to like wait a little longer which I think, like, yeah. I mean, it makes logical sense, mm-hmm. but I think I just wanted to like quit and give it a try. So I just did it.
1: <laughs> and then your mom and sister came back, and you're like, "Hey, so <laughs> so, that, so that job I had, no." longer. Yeah, I'm gonna
2: away. walk away. <laughs> like, <laughs> um. So yeah, it wasn't. So they yeah, were actually still in Korea, and then yeah, I was like. Or my dad was like, well, now you have to tell your mom. (laughs) And I mean, more background on them. So they're immigrants. um, And they, I feel like classic immigrant story. Um, Like you kind of grow up. Yeah, like heads down, trying to like build your way into middle class life. For them, like stability was like everything. Like everything is about, you know, making everything stable. So yeah, when I kind of like brought up that idea, she was immediately like, no 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 no! you can't do that um and she kind of like went off on it but then like i don't know weirdly enough like i kind of felt like i could convince her um it was just kind of like a matter of time of like you know walking them through like okay it's really like not that bad because like if i have like at least enough savings to make it a year and then also there's still probably gonna be some jobs (laughs) if it doesn't work out (laughs) um like i think i can still do it just a
0: hunch like i think coding will still be a thing
2: (laughs) but yeah i think it's because like they just really avoid like or think heavily about like the worst case scenarios Mm -hmm. and so yeah they're trying to like talk me down about all those things and i think this is like the first moment where i kind of had to just like I don't know, like, be more headstrong about, like, what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. instead of just, like, passively saying, like, okay, like, they're telling me this is a good thing to pursue, so I'll do it, and it was kind of like this first test, I felt like, like, convincing my parents that I can do this, like, if I can't do that, then I probably can't be an entrepreneur (laughs) at all, so. Honestly,
1: that's a huge first
0: test, (laughs) like. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the first arc of like an anime, you know, like you did it.
1: (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, that narrative is always so interesting, like, I mean, not to get too much into it, but our parents have built this life, giving up everything so that we could have stability. And in our generation, so many of us do have that stability, and we start looking for something different. You know, we have the luxury of exploring things that are outside of our comfort zone and even actively sacrificing that stability for something you know grander right but I can definitely see the the tension or like the different perspectives but
0: yeah like our mom was, was very very like pragmatic mm-hmm. like <laughs> like I I've, I did not steer off of mm-hmm. course like I wanted to do chemical engineering like basically I wanted to do engineering my whole life and then chemical engineering towards like junior senior year and then I was like oh maybe I can do like sustainable energy which is like kind of the more like quote-unquote like startup-y like unstable end of chemical engineering yeah like ooh batteries (laughs) (laughs) and my mom was like what (laughs) no (laughs) and I was like "What? what I'm like I'm still doing chemical engineering but even like sustainable energy was too like you know
2: that's that's the risk it's, <laughs> it's sustainable the future is
0: sustainable, sustainable sustainable serious? <laughs> for a career um so yeah we get it we get it <laughs>
2: yeah i think it's interesting just to think about like i mean maybe it's like a generational difference but i think just the upbringing of like yeah being like an actual immigrant is like so crazy because like you're mm-hmm. going into a country where a you're like a minority and be like you don't know the language as well and I think just like making it through that or making it through that I feel like requires so much like yeah pragmatism and yeah perseverance Mm -hmm. and so I think it was really interesting to have like these conversations with my parents because it got me to thinking about like yeah they've basically like worked so that I can kind of like get into a mindset even of like considering doing this Mm -hmm. so I think it's definitely lucky to have like that opportunity um and yeah just cool to think about like yeah we are kind of like growing up different um so it's kind of like balancing like how do you honor like your past like where your parents came from Mm -hmm. but then also like that's colliding with America where everything's about like doing what you love and passion and
0: if you mm, yeah. If you do what you love you don't have to work a day in your life <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> it's a
1: lifestyle <laughs> but yeah it's so true like our, our parents generation was so focused on surviving and then our generation is about thriving and you know achieving our full potential and when i think about it their generation they were the og startuppers like they had nothing like mm-hmm. some people had like dollars in their pockets and immigrated over here and started a life yeah from the ground up and I mean it looks a lot different like you have what sounds like a cushion and a plan for this upcoming year but that's pretty that's pretty awesome that they are still letting you do it and I mean you're here today
2: <laughs> right
1: yeah they didn't murder you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so that's I thought plus.
2: I was gonna get kicked out of the house so <laughs> so
0: that's a plus yeah. <laughs> you survived I guess I want to just like at the we're kind of nearing the end of it. I just want to ha- have like a little breakdown into like a day in your life. Like, <laughs> what does that look like? I've already asked you this personally, <laughs> but for the listeners that don't know, yeah, like what happens? You wake oh, up. Yeah, I get
2: up at 3 a.m. sharp. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no,
1: get
2: my so- workouts in. <laughs> protein <laughs> shake, five-hour energy. <laughs> so Check no, my like- Instagram feed. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I don't do those things. Yeah, we can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I do those things, but it starts 10 hours later. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess a day in my life, it kind of begins with me waking up. <laughs> um, and then usually I'll, like, I, I kind of, like, got into this bad habit probably during college where, like, I'll, like, set my alarm and, like minimum like it takes me like 30 minutes to like gain consciousness
1: <laughs> that's not bad that's not bad at we all you.
2: but that's like the like the best case yeah uh, so oh wait, yeah what maybe,
1: time is this
2: oh usually <laughs> i've been trying to do like eight ish Oh,
1: okay very reasonable time yeah that's very early
2: but then like average i'm like fully conscious <laughs> <of> like nine
1: <laughs> i mean that, that's tech life you've never left
2: <laughs> <laughs> i guess so And then, yeah, I'll try to, like, read the news because, like, I'm trying to be more engaged with the global community. Um, Learn
0: about climate change. Learn about climate change. (laughs) The whole shebang. (laughs) Yep. Okay, so you read the news.
2: So, yeah, I read the news, and then that's kind of, like, my process of warming up my brain. And then I'll try to, like, run or, like do you like actually work out oh, like
0: wow ew it's not
2: like i'm not like a huge like i'm not really into like fitness it's really just like i've noticed it just makes me feel better like later in the day because like i've done something to like start my day and like
0: he says he's not into fitness but he bought this watch that like <laughs> tracks your heart rate oh my home. Garmin instinct <laughs> yeah because he goes running he has to check his heart rate every minute like oh yep
2: (laughs) 37 (laughs) pretty high
0: (laughs) my resting heart rate zero (laughs) okay so you work out yeah
2: and then after that uh, you should shower (laughs) get
1: into the intimate
2: details (laughs) i wasn't sure if this is safe for podcasting but i do shower
1: (laughs) and that's it
2: Um and then after that (laughs) I'll drink my coffee. Yeah, I've like yeah, basically need coffee like Mm. every day.
0: If you drink like five cups of coffee a day.
2: (laughs) Not five. I think like average. It used to be like two, and then I've brought it back down to like one.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) That's not that
2: bad. Yeah. But then I'm also like into matcha. Okay, maybe it's TMI. Forget that. No. Cut this out, cut this out. No. I don't do no. matcha. No
1: continue. no, continue, Tell us about the matcha. No, 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 that's
2: later in the day, no, so. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, what time is this by the time you've, like, you know, drank your coffee and showered? Grinded your beans. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, like, a good 11 a.m. Yeah, it's like actually <laughs> probably closer to, like,
2: 10.30 to 11 now. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it basically set, like, this mindset of, like, I'm going to try to, like, start by 10, and then usually it's, like, 10.30 Um, and then from there I just kind of start yeah working and I mean do you want to know like
1: yeah how does that go yeah
2: I mean I don't know I'm very like sporadic like I don't like to have like a super strict ritual with work I kind of just like I at least try to like think about like what's the most important thing for me to do in the day? Just cause like, well, Hey, no one's telling me what to do anymore. So mm. I have to like diligently think about like, okay, like these are all the things that could, could be important. And then I kind of like weigh the pros and cons of everything kind of on my short list. And then I'll try to just like fixate on like that one thing that I think is the most important and then kind of just get into it. And so I mean, for me, it's usually like coding. So yeah, I've kind of taken more on the coding and engineering duties where I kind of like actually actively try to improve the actual product and the features Um, while Daniel is kind of more on the customer side. So he talks to customers more and then kind of like directs that to me and says like, hey, this is like something people have trouble with. Like they can't find this button or they can't log in. So yeah, we kind of like, again, we don't like have like strict rituals and hopefully no investor thinks that's bad
1: (laughs) yeah i was gonna ask we're coachable (laughs) we're flexible (laughs) willing to learn (laughs) it's like how do you guys yeah divvy it up because are you is he on the same daily schedule or like once you guys sync up you're just constantly like texting back and forth like on a live working session like what does that look like because you guys don't live together anymore. Right. They just snapchat each other.
2: <laughs> oh, we marble each other oh, on our yeah. old app. Oh, yeah. On solo <laughs> or whatever
0: it's called. It's like Reddit but we're friends.
2: <laughs> um We basically just message each other whenever we have like either something urgent or just like even just like these random yeah you know, like our random product discussions, we kinda like just do it passively now where we'll bring something up and then we like yeah, just Slack each other, so. Oh,
1: you guys are oh. Slack. Yeah,
2: so we basically have this whole Slack for just us two, mostly.
1: Are you guys, like, real coworkers that, like, send each other memes and stuff?
2: No, we don't. We're not really too into mm. yeah, the meme game. Can
1: you guys start, like, different
0: Slack channels? But every, <laughs> every Slack channel is just YouTube.
2: <laughs> like, hashtag random. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Hashtag lunch. Hey, what's good for yeah. lunch?
0: Hashtag topic remote working. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, can you please start doing that? I mean,
2: we can't, like that kind of goes, like, automatically, like, pre-installed. We just, like, never touch them.
0: Can you start messaging in them and not tell Daniel what's going on and see how he responds?
2: Add uh, Daniel Lee. They
0: don't have time for these things. Oh, my God. That's 100% what I would be spending my time on if I was at a startup. Just, like, stupid... Stupid, you know, co-worker pranks. <laughs> co-worker prank. Right? There's only one.
2: Like, um, someone left a mess in the kitchen. am <laughs> not going to say who, but...
0: But it's in my
2: personal
1: <laughs> kitchen. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, by now, it's, like, 1 p.m. Yeah, so you. that's our day.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I guess, like, again, this kind of came from no real routines but yeah we kind of just like kind of go back and forth when we need to i think it's because like we know each other pretty well at this point so we don't we're very comfortable with like hey this is like what's garbage oh. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: what's going on here dude? no we're a
2: very supportive community at
1: <laughs> community too.
2: like we love work cultures
1: <laughs>
2: um yeah so we kind of just like do our own thing because we're also like we have, like, very different, like, tasks.
1: Oh, you don't like micromanage each other.
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, we just, like, don't even have time to, like, mm. even think about what the other person is doing, really. And I think there's also just, like, a lot of, like, I think the most important thing that I realized is that, like, because we have this background, we can kind of trust each other that, mm-hmm. like, I mean, yeah, you, like, you don't need to micromanage, like, your coworker or co-founder. Um, so we kind of just do our own thing, and then we have discussions when we need to, um and then and then we also have like some people who help us part time like on the sign and so we'll kind of like check in with those people and then yeah so i think after mostly for me i guess coding like i think it's around i don't know like 9
1: <laughs> oh my gosh 9 p.m.
2: i mean not yeah i mean i'll take like breaks but
1: lunch and dinner hopefully <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: um and then i guess it just kind of depends like i don't like I mean, I like doing a startup, but I don't, like, make plans to do it, like, much else because it feels like I could just be spending the time, you know, building our company. So, yeah, that's kind of the day. And then I'll do other stuff outside if, like, things are happening. But at the same time, like, it's COVID, so nothing's been happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And in a weird way, that has been, like, kind of to our benefit because, like, there's nothing to, like, distract us or make us feel like we're We're missing out. out. It's just, like everyone's also indoors working.
1: This is, like, next-level, like, quarantine hobby. You know how everyone's, like, we had, like, the banana bread phase. We had, like, people go knitting. People, like, do YouTube exercise videos. And you're, like, you come out of COVID. You're, like, we have a startup. Yeah, you're, like, oh, you made banana bread? <laughs> That's cool. Guess what I made.
0: Marble LLC. <laughs> uh,
2: Marble Living Ink, actually.
0: Oh. Oh, inverted. Oh, wait, I'm, wait, wow, Ink?
2: No, we were we were actually a LLC. Right, right. And then, yeah, be, like, no investors, like, will fund LLCs, right, basically. Right, right. So you so converted. Yeah, we basically had to
1: convert. That's annoying. Damn, yeah, the paperwork. It
2: was actually, yeah,
1: pretty the expensive. Nurse? The lawyers. Yeah. There's so much behind the scenes. Like, I mean, just your guys' dedication, honestly. Because I was thinking, like, that level of trust must be so important in... The startup world because even though a lot of it is about connections and networking and brains and all of that like if you don't have that trust whether it's with your co-founder or um you know the person who's investing in you or vice versa like it's right. not gonna work
2: yeah and like you could totally just like end up hating your company if you like have a major disagreement or something with mm. your co-founders or like co-founding team like I mean, I don't. I really don't have like facts. But, like most people, like always tell us like, yeah, the biggest reason why a startup fails is because like the people inside fought mm. and couldn't work together. Um, and a lot of it can be just like external factors, impacts. You know, one of the founders and life gets hard, but yeah, you know, I think the team is pretty important. So lucky yeah. to have.
0: Daniel. (laughs) Daniel, if you're listening, hopefully you've made it this far. I don't think he's listening. He's probably not listening. (laughs) He's too busy. I don't want to tell him
2: that.
1: He's too busy making a copy of YouTube. (laughs) 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 So I guess what's next for Marvel in these next few months? I mean, you're a few months away from your one year mark.
2: Yeah. uh, Or like
1: quitting your jobs. Is that right?
2: I think we're still like five six months away um but i guess like yeah i mean i think we're thinking about fundraising um like a
0: bake sale yeah like
2: (laughs) we're gonna resell girl scout
0: cookies
2: (laughs) we're gonna make an app for it so you can (laughs) no i i think we're i mean that's always kind of like been like a big milestone we probably need to kind of like um yeah, have in order to, like, grow. Right. Um, But, yeah, it's weird because, like, we've actually, like, generated enough revenue where, like, okay, like, if push comes to shove, like, we can at least, like, take some income instead of reinvesting it back into growth to kind Mm -hmm. of, like, keep going. But That's
1: pretty incredible.
2: Yeah, so I think pretty... Glad to at least have that, but um, I think we're still just kind of, like, focusing on growth, so... Yeah, basically just anything we do should relate back to that for the next few months. And then we're kind of like, I mean, we do have like an internal target of like, you know, where we want to be before we kind of like go out for a fundraise. Um, So hopefully sometime this summer we'll kind of like meet those goals and then it'll just kind of be a mad race to, yeah, get our name out there, meet people or meet investors and Hopefully, get funded to, yeah, get to the next milestone.
1: Maybe if uh, Marvel wants to sponsor Calling a Day, we can give you some promo on this. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Except for the fact you talked for an hour already about this <laughs> business for a free. So now, time for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to release this unless you pay us. I mean, honestly, I'm super excited to see where Marvel goes, and I feel like this has been an episode of how I built this with Guy Raz, like, but early <laughs> days, now sayings oh, there's actually oh, a podcast so for this
2: i can't remember the name but it's
0: called how i built this yeah it's how i built this no guy no there's Razz, like what you, where
2: it's like how i built this but like for early stage so oh. there's a guy who literally like finds early stage founders and then interviews them early so that like i think
1: when it's they get... calling it a day <laughs> <laughs> we were, were here first when you get on how i built this with guy roz please give us a shout out okay we'll
2: we'll do or you guys give me a shout out when you guys are bigger than I am
1: we have a fan base of um, 100 so can't really oh that's good (laughs) yeah where's normal Instagram like when are you gonna really like maybe Instagram's not the right platform but I guess when are you gonna reach a point where you're like hello world this is my product and service and business idea okay how long do you think this podcast is gonna go on for (laughs) just like two more minutes two more okay
0: okay sorry answer that yeah answer that Go
2: ahead. <laughs> uh, I mean, we technically have all the social like, handles.
1: Oh, okay. Because
2: we were like, wait, what if someone takes mm. Marble Living? <laughs> I don't know if that's a real concern, or a legitimate concern, but we're kind of just like, yeah, let's just like put it down. But we're also ver- yeah, we're not very good at social media. Um, we kind of just do it just to have <laughs> it there. You? <laughs> yeah wait no that's not
1: us wait, so your
0: name is taken yeah wait this is at marble well, living and we, the we, only yeah, post we, is a post that says try harder
2: <laughs> maybe it should be us
0: wait, is I think this it real? might be
2: marble dot living
0: oh marble dot living wow. that was marble. <laughs> I don't
2: know like we literally don't check it like there's no posts or like anything
0: marble dot living zero post it, zero followers zero is it marble yeah, that's, living that's inc oh. no it's marble dot living right? find it? Is this this oh. there's nothing
2: Yeah, that's that's it.
0: Okay, Not Marble Living, which just says Try Harder. We couldn't get Marble
2: Living, unfortunately. It
0: just says Try Harder. I'm so confused. It has a bunch of these, like... It's irrelevant. (laughs) It's irrelevant.
1: Okay, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm gonna like this post. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh.
2: (laughs) Um. I forget what we're talking
1: about. (laughs) Oh, she says, when are you going to get on the socials? Oh. Not really socials. It's more, I guess it's like... Like
2: launch? Yeah,
1: I guess it's early early days and it's hard to say. But I mean, all to say, (laughs) it's very cool that you guys are doing this. And I mean, I've known you for a while, but I didn't know you had this entrepreneurial side of you. I was like, oh, I didn't even know, like, Dan would be someone who wanted to do a startup. But I mean, I think it's an awesome idea. And yeah, we'll see where it goes. I'm excited to see. Yeah, we're reaching the end, so
0: do you have any last words? Do you wanna give a shout out to your website where people can find you, like the how much it costs per month, <laughs> the whole the whole sign-off shebang?
2: Um sure, I didn't prepare anything, but we're on rentmarvel.com. No spaces, no nothing, just rentmarble.com. And, and that's
0: R-E-N-T. Marble <laughs> 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 thank, com. thank you for that.
2: <laughs> um and yeah, if you are a owner of a single family rental or know of any, please come to our website. Um uh, we cost fifty dollars per month plus a seventy-five dollar sign up fee, and that's it. There's no nothing else. <clears throat> and we'll basically rent out your property and our turnover periods are pretty fast. Two weeks on average, which definitely does beat industry averages. So hit us
0: up. Yeah, and if you go on their website, it'll be a real live representative on the chat. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be.
1: It's, it's Dan. It's, no, it's Daniel. Yeah, it's yeah I met Daniel. Sorry. Oh, it's Abra.
2: So. Yeah, so I guess if you want to talk to Abra, like redmarble.com <laughs> chat box on the far right that's the like right. only
0: social he has he's not on any he's not on facebook he's, uh, he's not on instagram
2: i'll be honest that's probably the fastest way to like reach him right now is because he's always like trying to like answer it don't even try
1: texting you just be really, like yeah. hey dan
2: <laughs> it's funny because someone literally like keeps coming to our website and they just say hi and daniel like has to respond because it could be a customer so he's like, oh, hello, what's up? And then they don't say anything else. But it's they me. Keep...
0: No. Is it <laughs> actually <laughs> It does seem like something I would do. Yeah, I was like... It's <laughs> something she's going to do now. <laughs> it, no, it's not me. I would not waste their time like that. Because I know they take it very seriously. Like, they're mm. responding and stuff. Because they didn't one time, and it was bad. <laughs> but, cool. Um, yeah, I guess with that... Um... I was going to say calling in a day. No, I was going to say with that, I was going to say thank you. Yeah. Thank you for coming and, like, talking and answering all our questions for,
1: like, a very long time. I was going to say, this is, is, like, precious time. I mean, you're on the clock always. You could (laughs) have written, like, a hundred lines of code by now.
2: (laughs) I guess if we get business from here, it'll be worth
0: it. Yeah, no, but seriously, oh thank you. Gosh, please let us
1: know if you guys get more customers from this. Oh my gosh, that'd be so lit. For
2: the referral bonus.
1: Yeah, who, the, the referral line, calling in a day. <laughs> no, you'd be like, where'd you find that? Be like, calling in a day. <laughs> but yeah, no, seriously, thank you so much for coming on to be on this episode with us and sharing quite a bit about the too process. <laughs> your- Honestly,
2: maybe too much. We
1: <laughs> don't want to hear your about startup. your matcha. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, best of luck with this whole journey and, um, I mean, we'll be keeping posted on where this goes, but yeah, um, with that, I think we'll call it a day. Bye.